Welcome to The Open Door. This is a podcast of the Nazarene Collective as we go on a 21-day journey of prayer and fasting. In all 21 episodes, we hope to encourage you along the way with thoughts, reflections, stories, and intentional prayers the tribe will be praying together. So whether this is the first thing you do in the morning, just part of your commute to work, a few moments on your lunch break, or how you choose to end your day, we invite you to slow down, reflect, pray, and be present with open hearts that anticipate discovering God's open doors. Well, here we are. It is day 21. Man, that was fast. <laughs> that does feel like it has gone very quickly. And we're sort of started, or we're finishing like we started. That's right. Uh, the two of us sitting across the table from each other. And I, I, it would it would be unfair if I didn't recognize that Jonathan Hummelkauser has been with us for all of the recordings and has been at the table with everyone and he's just done a phenomenal job of making us sound better than we are and helping us uh, work through some of the details, but just as well, making sure that everything goes smooth. So props to him. Yeah, he's a rock star. Yes. Well, today we're at the end of the journey of 21 days. Uh, and man, it's 21 days and the significance of a year doesn't seem like much, but it's like anything else. When you're in it and you've been in the middle of it, it feels a little longer until you get to the end and then it's like, oh, that was just, that was just a blip on the radar. But in this journey uh, that you have been going on as well, I just want people on this last podcast to hear from your heart and mm. to hear a little bit about what God's doing in you and what God has been doing through you. So what... What's been going on for you in the 21 days? What's what's the journey been like for you as our lead pastor? <laughs> it's been good. It's been fun. The uh you know, it's one of those things that you know, for us in the office and um and and even our the leadership team, our board, we've been having these conversations and dreams and um going to whiteboards and erasing it and starting over and being frustrated, uh, walking out of meetings, shaking heads, needing to go for a drive or a walk, you know? So we, so this has been happening for a long time. And then when you finally get to a point where you're like, we need that, we need to go, it's time to verbalize it now. It, it's, it's, it's like it became real, you know? And so now here we are. And there is an excitement, there's a buzz, there's there's an energy with it. And so with anything, you know, you roll out new, you want there to be the you want there to be an energy, there an excitement and something that feels feels of God. We believe it is of God. And and so you get excited about it. So the last 21 days for me has been um almost a sense of relief. You know, because how's everybody going to respond? You know, what, what's people going to think? And and are not not that they would think ill or bad of it, but more of yeah, this is something I want to be a part of. And um, and so there is that almost anticipation, nervousness that you're kind of waiting to hear. So the last twenty one days have just been a relief. It's like okay, we're not crazy. 
You know, this is this is the need. So what's happened for me is I've had pastors call me. I've had folks in our church call. I've had staff come in with new dreams and new ideas. And, and you know, we've gotten a few emails from people that they feel like God's opening doors and things in their personal lives that they're wanting to run through. And, and we believe there's more and more of those stories out there. Um, so it, for me personally, though, it's been this relief. Um, it has been a time of just doubling down on making sure we say yes to the right best things, not just good things. Mm-hmm. And and that's hard. Um, it, that's really, really hard, actually. It, it, I think it's probably the hardest job for any leader in any organization to do is to say no to good things. Because you, everybody wants to be liked. Everybody wants to be loved. Everybody wants to... Um, that feel valued in that way. And if it's good, you know, how bad can it be? <laughs> and, uh, and that's really a challenge. Um, but we, we have to focus in on the things that are 100% the will of God and not just good. So um, that's, that's been reinforced, uh, I would like to say daily, but if not every other day. Of just saying, uh, saying yes to the the right thing. Well, and one of the ways in which we feel like we're saying yes to the right thing is with, well, the initiative that is connected to these twenty one days of prayer and fasting. That's connected to the launch of the Nazarene Collective. And would you take a few moments and just remind us again of what it is, how it works, or is potentially going to work, but most importantly, why. It exists. Well, when you, you know, we're Valparaiso Nazarene Church, you know, for those that live here in Valparaiso and you attend the the Glendale campus, it, you know, we, we looked at it and there was thought even 20 years ago of changing our name to a more uh, universal name that could be used in different locations. And, and we came back and said, no, let's, let's keep it. And, and then about uh, four or five years ago, we kicked it around once again. Is, when the time was right, should we go ahead and change the name? And and just really, uh, you know, in the business world, they talk about brand and brand awareness. And and our name has credibility in the community that is strong. I mean, we've been here nearly 100 years. Um, everything that we do is... Uh, you know, is where we're serving the community. So why would we take the t- energy and and the time and resources to change our name? So we kept it, and and it's a great name, and and we don't really want to change it. And so, but how do we continue to multiply? You know, you can't tell a church in Winnemac they're Valparaiso Nazarene Church or or wherever in in the in the Northwest Indiana region. Um, you know, we we've got it. We had to come up with another way to be able to multiply, and calling it the Nazarene Collective really was the best way we came up with as we dreamed about that name and really prayed about that. You know, giving us a clarity on a name um, that one that could, you know, not be misleading and and would be concise to who we are, our heritage and, and legacy. And so by doing that, then it gives us the opportunity we can go in and and either with other campus uh, partnerships like we have in Winnemac, 
um, or partnerships with hope centers into new communities and maybe even planting churches um, in conjunction with hope centers in these new uh, new areas, then then we needed a name that we could work with. And so the Nazarene Collective is is the way we'll do that. So it's, it is the really the true way that we multiply. And so the Valparaiso Nazarene Church is a campus of the collective, um, but everybody in, in at VNC really at this point, you know, we're we're the ones kind of running the collective. So that's that's really where that came from. And I think there's the the reality is when we think of multiplying, when we think of having additional campuses, hope centers, planting a new church, is because there's still plenty of people in Northwest Indiana who don't know Jesus and who Absolute, need to have. Absolutely. We want to be a part of what God's doing and trying to reach people and serve people and just come alongside in these different communities to demonstrate and speak of, of Jesus's love for them. So once again, the, the heart of uh, today's about your heart and the heart of just who you are as our pastor. When you think of the collective, what are your hopes? I mean, what, when you, when you look down the road, when you think forward, what, what's your hope for the collective as we continue to just um, see God opening doors with this? Well, if uh, you, if you know me very well, I, I, my mind is, is a, usually a whiteboard. I am, I am not typically really good with details and 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 those things, I, I I'm a dreamer, and I like to be out on the cusp, and that's that's where I live um, most of the time, and my mind works well out there, and and so I <laughs> I like that. I, I realize there are, there are definite holes in my game <laughs> that I need help <laughs> with. I need I need a lot of support, <laughs> and 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 typically people with a lot of patience because. <laughs> And it, and I know deep down Keith's probably giggling because when I'm saying you got to say no to good things, what they think, I think folks that work with me believe I say yes to almost everything, but they don't realize is there's a thousand ideas a day in my head that I'm saying no to. So there's more, there's more than one dribble run around up there. Oh, there's, there's a cluster of them. <laughs> there's, they're just running wild. And, and so I got to keep an eye on them because <laughs> they get loose every once in a while. And then it's all over. Uh, I think for me, and, um, you know, a few days ago we talked um, about how long we've been here. And you had Gene and Julie and myself. And and uh, collectively, I mean, it's it's over 90 years, almost 100 years of, mm-hmm. of ministry. Uh, not necessarily 100 years together, but if you, the total. And... And others of our staff have been here, you know, 15, 16, 17, 18 years. And, and there's, there is a, a longevity. There are new people too, but there's a longevity to our team. And when I look back and it, it, it seems like a blink, it was a blink that it was 1996 hmm. and I was coming to be the youth pastor. And um, I can get emotional thinking about just how unbelievably fast it has been. So the other side is, I'm looking at it going, all right, so at what point do I need to hang up the cleats and I need to do something different, you know, so this church can be all that it needs to be. 
and does it need a, um, a, a maybe a younger leader? It needs somebody that can take what we have spent our adult life building and and take it to where it needs to go. And and I need to become more support than than the face. And and so for me, the collective is is a dream that is becoming reality that I go, okay, for the next 10 to 12 years, I'm, I'm over 50 now. And I know that's young. I know it's young, but being where I'm at, I'm going, okay, I've got a decade or so to go as fast as I can possibly go and do all that I can possibly do. And, um, and to be the most God honoring that I can possibly be. And, Wherever that, whatever that means in Northwest Indiana, uh, to for the for the legacy for the collective to be is where I want to be, and um, uh, you know, so that's that's kind of it. Um, as we look forward to to doing all this, I I can't wait. I mean, I'm there's just not a day it goes by I don't go. I can't wait to be here and go do this, and. Um, I'm thrilled. Uh, I'm so excited and energetic to to make this happen. I, I I look forward to a day that there's five six campuses with five six plants and maybe ten or twelve hope centers around Northwest Indiana that that we can look back as a staff and a church and say, yeah, we were the ones that planted seeds and watered and 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 there will be others that come come after us. And I, I want whoever's leading this church in 25 years to be able to say, we're eating fruit off trees we didn't plant. Hmm. So. Well, as we come to the end of the 21 days, um, there's always, <laughs> we are always asking people, how can I pray for you? There is an expectation that is, as pastors, they just know we're going to be praying for others. But today, um, the question is for you. How can the collective, how can people both at the Winnemac campus and at the Valparaiso campus, how can they be praying specifically for you? Well, I, I think uh, wisdom. Just, uh, you know, in, in James, it says pray when you, you need to ask for wisdom. And um, I... Uh, because my tendency is to say yes, um, the line that Ashley and I talk about is the ability to convince myself to jump off a bridge that it'll be okay, and um, and I know I can do that. I can, and <laughs> sometimes I can even talk others into I was doing say, it you, with you me. Take some people with you. <laughs> I've, I've, yeah, it's that whatever that is, it's there. But I think it's praying for wisdom. To, to just do what we know we're supposed to do and not just do. Um, busy is not a badge and and it's it's nothing it doesn't reflect anything but busy. I, I, I want to be effective. I want to be uh, as real as I can possibly be. And so I think just continuing to pray for wisdom, discernment, clarity, the things that are deciding factors in 
and and living the life that is in the center of God's will is really what I'm looking for. Well, the 21 days have come to an end, uh, but your time of prayer and fasting as a church has not. And so even though our 21-day adventure together is in essence over, we're just moving into our next step. So how can you continue to pray for your campus, for the collective? Um, Man, well, you've heard from the heart of your pastor. And at the heart of your pastor is just some ample ways for you to continue to pray. Pray for our ability to walk well, to walk with wisdom, and to walk together into the communities and into people's lives that we will encounter as we keep walking through those open doors. And keep God at the center. Uh, We've talked before in our own settings and in conversations about the collective as how we want to maintain a kingdom mindset. It's not an empire. Mm -hmm. And so our desire is that we would be a church with a kingdom mindset. Well, I'm going to finish this off with the scripture we started this journey with 21 days ago. Out of Colossians chapter 4, devote yourselves to prayer, being watchful and thankful. And pray for us, too, that God may open a door for our message so that we may proclaim the mystery of Christ. Thanks for being with us for 21 days. And let us know, how has this podcast and how has what has been taking place in the last 21 days impacted your own spiritual journey? You can send us an email at opendoor at valponaz.org. Thank you for being with us. And who knows, maybe we'll come back again with a podcast down the road.